Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for families who kiss. I'm Cody. And I'm Tyler. Tyler, what did we watch? We watched Star Wars colon episode VI dash Return of the Jedi. The, I normally write this down. The eighth movie, the third release. <laughs> so the third movie. The eighth chronologically, episode six. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> you know, what did we do to deserve this? <laughs> like, who? George Lucas hates us, I yeah. guess. Probably. We're never getting invited to Skywalker Ranch. Or we are. I don't know. I've defended He doesn't Jar-Jar. live there anymore. John I've... Favreau sleeps in his bed <laughs> and tucks his children in. You know, John Favreau... His adult children. Yeah. They're being held there against it's part of the Disney deal, okay? Disney bought Skywalker Ranch. They bought Lucasfilm. They bought George Lucas's adult children, okay? Yeah. They own them now. This is the world we live in. Wake up. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> I just <laughs> you imagine getting tucked into bed by John Favreau. I read your Star Wars stories. I so imagine you go to that sleep. every night. Cody, that's how I fall asleep. Imagine <laughs> if, that man. Just if you have like a John Favreau mask she puts on and yeah. tucks you in and tells you about the next season of Mandalorian. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, Tyler. Do you want to do you want to try to run this movie down? Do you want to try to explain what even we're doing here? Oh, Cody. It's we got we find we here's what it is, Cody. This is the movie. We find our farm boy. He's He's slick. He's sexy. He's a Jedi now. He's returning. He's messing stuff up. He's seeing old friends, new friends. And then he goes and he does some stuff. And then uh, Vader's there. Sheev, everybody's favorite. He's there. He returns. His triumphant return to the series, which is also known as his first appearance in the series. It's the Emperor. Oh, okay. There's some, there's some incest. There's some cuddly little kill, mach- killing machines. You know, it's that's the movie. It is. You did a great job. I couldn't have done it better myself. My favorite, I think, on Disney Plus, the description of this movie is Luke Skywalker uh, confronts Darth Vader again. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the whole. That's it. Yeah. Anyway, that's what it is. Oh, uh, look, we've been we've been let down by Star Wars movies. We've been raised up and lifted by Star Wars movies. What was your impression of this one? Return of the Jedi. Did it please you? Did it tease you? Here's the thing. I'm torn. I'm I'm torn between two worlds here, Cody, because there's my, you know, I can say I liked it. Or I can be a movie critic and say that I hate it. And it's the worst movie to ever be created. And Cats is the best. So. I think I'm going to say I liked it, <laughs> but I think that hurts our chances. on. I think tomatoes. I think Cats would be a better movie if this hadn't come out. Because when I see when I see Return of the Jedi, I think. Why do we have a Cats movie, not an Ewok movie? Like there are Ewok Cats, movies. You Hold on. I'm not done. If cats, imagine cats, but instead of singing cats, it's singing Ewoks. 
Wouldn't that be better? I think you're describing... Having seen this movie and having seen Cats, I realize that Cats has fallen drastically short of its potential. Yeah. I want a Star Wars Ewok Cats musical. Do you know Idris Elba's in Cats? Yeah, I seen him. He plays McCavity. Did you know he's been cast He does this. He does this. Are you ready? This happens in the movie. He goes, McCavity! Because he does magic to disappear. He disappears. He's the villain, by the way. He's the villain of the thing. He's supposed to be menacing and scary. He disappears. He poofs. He does a poof disappear because he's magic. He's the bad magic cat. Okay. He poofs. He disappears. He, he's Idris Elba. Keep in mind, he is a cat now. And he goes, I hate it. Boog, what do you think? Boog is unimpressed. Yeah, he usually is. Boog is McCavity. Here's what I'll say. You're right here haranguing this movie. I like this one. I don't like it as much as the other two in the trilogy, which is funny. Bailey was like, this is the best one of the trilogy that we of the original trilogy. I, I do like it. I like things about it. I enjoy the, uh, the Luke, Darth Vader, Palpatine. I like that trio. And I like the Ewoks. And uh, the rest of it's fine. Yeah. I know people hate the Ewoks. I love but, the Ewoks. Uh, it's pretty good. Watching it now, I'm like, you know what? This is as good as... It's better than Gungans. Yeah. Here's it's the better argument. than the clone army. The, I mean, the droid army. Sorry. Oh. I meant the droid army. Going back to episode one. Yeah. Better than the droid army. Better than the Gungans. It's as, it's as good as the Jawas, you know? Yeah. Ewoks. There's no, you know, shockingly tall Ewoks. That's my favorite part about them. Stop. Um, <laughs> Bailey was disturbed. She's like, why is that one so big? <laughs> she, the Jawas? She couldn't handle it. Or the Ewoks? Oh, there's, there's one or two Ewoks that are a little bit too big. See, so that's what I had with the Jawas, but I feel like the Ewoks are all fine. <laughs> no, ba- Bailey had that moment with the Ewoks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like, that one's a new thing. Here's my thing. There's the Jawas that are the they're the five feet tall. That's too tall for a Jawa. You're right. I need to be able to kick a Jawa in the face, <laughs> all right? And I don't know if I can kick five feet up into the air. You know, like the little the little wastebasket. It's not a full trash can, but a wastebasket. A Jawa yeah. needs to be the right size that you can tip him over into a wastebasket. Yeah. It needs to be that that height. Yeah. And if he's too tall where he's just gonna he's not gonna fit in, that's too it's too tall. Exactly. I love the Ewoks. Here's my argument for the Ewoks. People hate them. They're usually people who are not the kind of people you need in your life. As a child <laughs> that grew up watching Ewoks, I love the Ewoks. Yeah, me too. Meaning the Ewoks did exactly what they were supposed to do. Yeah. They were a thing put in the movie for kids. Yeah. And I loved them as a kid. It's a wide I'm range in this movie like, because on one side of the spectrum, you've got Ewoks and they're cuddly war machines and we love them. Yeah. On the other side, you have Jabba the Hutt licking people and Carrie Fisher in a metal bikini. It's oh, yeah. like a really weird range of like things for the kids Things for the weird adults, you know? Yeah. He licks peep. You talked about the suit. Yeah. Five takes five operators. Five. Okay. It took like five hundred thousand dollars to make and it weighed two thousand pounds. So that's this was the first reveal of Java in the original yeah. movies, you know, because they that scene where they originally had just a dude and then they're like, now nah, we're gonna put a slug in, and then they're like, nah. And then but they then, did. But why is he the wrong color? 
in episode in episode four. What is that even about? Look, they it, went back. They had they had the opportunity to put him in there. Number one, he's a different size. He's smaller. Number two, he's a different color. I'll tell you what's here's what's more infuriating. You've seen episode one. Job of the Hutt is in that. And he looks fine. He looks good. And he's fully CG. That same technology was used to create the Job of the Hutt in four. So why does he look so outrageously awful? Now, I get it. On the one hand, he's surrounded by a CG environment in one. Yeah. And he's in a practical environment in four. But he's like you said, he's the wrong color. He's the wrong shape. He's the wrong size. His eyes are weird. His face is weird. And I hate him. The puppet, he's too sexy. That's what I think. That's my only thing with the puppet. <laughs> Just oozes sex. He Emphasis oozes on oozes. a lot of He mostly things. oozes, yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> Do you want me to give you the little factoid thing rundown on this one? Just a little, yeah, my, yeah. you know, my little thing I've been doing. Hit me doing with it. Pre- okay. Movie, this film, this experience. Uh, oh, gosh, I scrolled away from the date. Of yeah, you did. Like a fool. Uh, it was really it's Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Released on May 25th, 1983. You know, you were there. I was there. We both remember. Mm-hmm. It's rated G. Is that, was it rated G it's at the PG time? on Disney Plus. Okay. So it's one of those things where I'm like, did they rate it G back then? There one too many they sex slaves for it to be That's rated G. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, I have my, I have some thoughts on that, on the, that stuff, but that, that'll come later. Um, this movie for your, uh, for your notice, you know, is rated number 87 on the top movie of all times on the yeah, top movies of all time. I will say that. I think that's an overhype. It won one Oscar. A special award, special achievement, special achievement award for making something as sexy as Jabba. Exactly. It was nominated for best art direction, nominated for best effect and nominated for best music as it always is. It uh, won a total of 22 awards and nominated for a total of 20, which I think is that more than. Is at least close to have they gone down in hill? So that's the thing. The I think Wars a new hope was rated for the most awards. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Are you they, what are you saying? Down or up? They've only or gone downhill. Yeah, there's now no movie has ever been as good as the first Star Wars. Every movie after that is worse. No way. We talked. No. No. Episode five is good. I'm, we talked about this. According to the internet dweebs, they've all been worse. That's why I'm saying. Cody. I say we just keep making them, you know? <laughs> Let's just see how far this can go. Make them more CG. I want CG characters to interact with characters that you make the CG character make another CG character. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's even worse CG because it's made by a CG character. It's like the the when you make a bot watch, you know, 50 James Bond movies and then you have it make a little screenplay treatment. Oh yeah. Um real quick, I had the I had the budget and then it's there it is. Okay. So do you want to hazard a guess at the estimated budget? Do you already look at it? Like I haven't seen it. I'm going to guess 20, 20 million. You fool, it's 32 estimated, but that's IMDb. Wikipedia might say $5. Who knows? They're very <laughs> wide range. The gross uh, worldwide, $475 million. 
so they keep the movies are more expensive and they're making less money every time yeah from four or five and six still that's a lot of money to make on a movie oh yeah it's so much the ewoks were for toys that's not a fact that's just uh the truth that nobody wants uh-huh, to hear yeah you know? So it is a fact, but it's not on the list of facts. I also saw something that George, part of the reason George Lucas went with like a happier ending um, was for sales. <laughs> I've, seen, yeah. I've seen that said like a couple of times where it's like they toyed around with the idea of doing, you know, some other endings. And he's like, eh, let's make a happy ending. More people will buy toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, it went from being but, a movie that he's like, this will never work. This is stupid. But I have the toy rights, and then the toys became so valuable. And then the middle one is good, and by the end one, he's like, toy. He's basically, George Lucas, he is a toy manufacturer that does movies. Which I guess I mean, is a yeah. big thing in the sixties, in the seventies and eighties, right? Yeah, as like most cartoons. I mean, the Transformers just, cartoons are just right? Transformers, same, same with G.I. Joe and He-Man yeah. and all but those. Like, a lot of people said, you know, when Disney bought uh, Star Wars, people were like, "What? The, how has it worked that much? The last movies weren't that good. It hasn't done much other than like the TV show was going. So everybody was like, oh, the TV show is really popular. That's probably why. And I remember watching a whole article. They're like, no, no, the movies could have never come out. They could never put out another movie and Star Wars would be worth a billion dollars for the toys alone. You know how much they must make on just those cheap lightsabers alone? Quite a lot. Those never stopped selling. Even mm. though Star Wars stopped coming out. Yeah. Did you ever not see those in the store? No. How It was a long time between episode three and episode seven. And they still sold lightsabers at Walmart. Yeah. Those things cost probably half a cent to make. And they yeah, cost yeah. like 20 bucks. Uh-huh. Let's make a movie to sell toys. Let's do it. That's our secret. That's what we do. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'm ready. Do you want it first off, Cody? Oh. So you don't just jump in like a madman. Get in. Hop on. Hop on this giant space slug. We're going to slither into spoiler town. We're going to slug our way over there. Uh. I got Jabba. He's got a halter in his mouth. It's a ball gag. Uh. You know? No. His safe word. Yes. So All right. It's just crumb. We're leaving him behind. Oh, Don't wow. let him on. He might try to crawl inside you. Leave him back. All right. I'm ready. Uh, oh, is oh, it? Oh, no, oh, you can't. It decided do it. to tell me how much battery I have left instead of how much? How much? Everyone uh, wants to know. I don't know. I didn't actually. Oh, know. come on. Are you ready? Are don't you be doing a tease. this? Are you ready? All Three, right. two, one, go. I'm ready. First off, Lucas, George Lucas has a big old boner for Death Stars, okay? That's his, his whole universe is based around big old round ships to blow things up. That's everything. That's all Star Wars really is, is Death Stars, okay? That's all it is. That's all it's ever been. Number one, C-3PO, he is a translator by profession. He specifically said he can do six million types of communication. He keeps regurgitating this fact. Then when it comes time to translate in this movie, he's like, Oh, uh, let me think. Uh, I think he said, th- hold on, let me try to phrase. And it's like, dude, you're, you have one job. And it is to translate things for people. 
and he's bad at his job. That's what I don't. He's always criticizing people. Meanwhile, he's bad at his job. We can all agree that that's the case. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. The pig guys. Okay, Jamba the Hutt has these little pig guards. They're like warthog guys. They're green. Yeah, you've seen them before. Sleeping Beauty. Okay, George Lucas watched the movie Sleeping Beauty, and then he ripped off Maleficent's guard people and turned them into these people. I was so upset. We spent five minutes. Bailey and I spent five minutes trying to figure out what movie they're it's it, they're two D in Sleeping Beauty, and then they're brought to life in live action. And I hate it. If anything, Disney bought out Star Wars to get back the rights to the pig guard. What? What is it? I don't understand. Um, I hate the CG band members. And look, Star. I forgot how aggressive it was, and I want to see the original cut so bad. I tried to find. I couldn't find. I've been professing that I have it. I have them available. They were not available. I lied. I they weren't here, and now I gotta. I gotta track them down. I was so mad. I was like, is this the original track or did they just add the rapping in over it? Or was it, did they just CG in the rapping? I was, I was distraught. I was upset. I hated it. I hated it because there's not just one egregious CG character. There's two. There's two added in and it really took, I think the beginning of the movie was made a lot worse for that reason for me. Um, Luke's force joking people. So... I'm so confused. Who taught him that? Who did he learn from? And what is the timeline of these movies? A New Hope happens in what year? And how long is that between that and episode five? And how long is it between that and episode six? Because in episode five, Luke gets his butt kicked and he doesn't know much about the Force. In episode six, he knows a lot about the Force and is way better at it and has different hair. So what is the timeline here? What? And he saw some sort of a fashion consultant or he got someone to buy him some new clothes that weren't desert, you know, pit stained color beige. I don't understand. OK, um, Luke. OK, on one hand, Luke has the force and he can force choke people. On the other hand, he will just throw things at people. <laughs> and it's like, Luke. You have the force and you're going to throw a skull at a switch when you could use the force to just trip the switch. I was so upset. I was like, Luke, I got I thought you learned something between the last movie and this movie. OK, and he did not. But he did. But he didn't. Why does Han have to be blind? It didn't do anything for me. He had to, like, remind everyone around him. I'm blind. You're like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. This is bad screenwriting. Uh, no one cares that you're blind. OK, just don't be blind. This movie would be better. OK. Um, Luke has a green lightsaber. Who taught him how to make lightsabers? Where did he get the Kaiba crystal from? Where did it all work? Okay, it doesn't look. What did he learn? How did he learn? How long has it been? Help me. I need you to help me, please. I did. Okay, one thing about this movie. There's a giant Death Star. There's a Deather Star. Deathier Star. Okay, it's bigger. It's almost five times bigger. Okay, that's what I've heard. That's what I've read. I actually liked. It made more sense because they're like, hey, it's being built. We can go there and blow it up, but we're doing it because the Emperor's there. So was, I, I thought it made more sense than what I remember. What I remember is like, oh, wait, there's just another Death Star. We should blow it up again. All right, this is done. I was like, oh, makes sense because the Emperor's are this time. So it's like a big all-in-one. It's a good excuse to try to take down the whole Empire in one. So not too bad. What's with Palpatine has other pale weird boys with him? What? Who are they? Are they like the Force Dark Side cult people? What? He looks bad because he got force lightning. What's their excuse? Why are they pale and weird too? Why are, there's other pale, weird politicians that look like Emperor Palpatine. How did they get there? 
No, no, you explain it to me. You can't, all right? You can't explain it to me. Oh, what is the timeline to this movie? What is Luke, how long has it been? Did they just go and rescue Han right away? Did they spend a week hatching up a plan? Has it been five years? I don't understand anything at all about this movie. Um, Han, he's a hero, okay? He taps a man on the shoulder and he... <laughs> Just, I'm going to have to cut you uh, off, Cody. You know, right there. Who No more. No, uh, no, sir. But I was, it was going so well. No. It right. wasn't. <laughs> okay, fine. You do better. I do will. Do one better. Are you ready? Uh, well, let me set my timer. All right. I'm ready. All right. You better go. <clears throat> Cody, it's like you didn't even watch the movie. It's like you're over there saying things. They don't make sense. Some Here's my thing. They definitely had some takes of that dancing scene with all the sexy ladies dancing around. Some bits flopped out for sure, and they had to redo it. There's no way they didn't. They are barely held together by dental floss and hope, all right? They never tell C-3PO the plan, and that's for good reason. He, they, he, you wonder why he can't do nothing? He never does his job right? This man's mind has been wiped more times than you have wiped your butt. All right, because <laughs> they're like, he's we cannot trust him. He will he will get captured and be like, all right, here's everything. There's Anakin. He's Darth Vader. He has two kids. They are Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa. They are twins. They are the children of Darth Vader. If you capture them, they will be powerful Jedi and he will just he'll lay out everything. He'll be like Emperor Palpatine. He's from Naboo. Also, this other person's from Naboo. Also, there's the Gungans. Also, he's the Dark Lord of the Sith. He's a Gungan. His name's Jar Jar. His Darth Jar Jar. You know, he would tell everybody everything. So he got to wipe his mind. <laughs> That's why he can't do it. Because they just keep wiping his brain. So he's like, I can do anything. I can translate anything. And then he's like, let me find that file. Well, that's been wiped 30 years ago. I'm just going to make it up. I'm going to make it up. It'll turn out all right. Here's what I think. Jar Jar C-3PO, they are the true master and apprentice of the Sith. All right, that's what I think. Okay. And now that, Cody, she had a thermal detonator. It was not just a rock and go. It was a thermal detonator. All right. Leia being the bounty hunter, that was the biggest twist of my childhood life. That was like, I was like, what? That's Leia. And I would forget every time. Every single time I'd be like, no, not the bad. Oh, it's late. <gasps> All right. Uh, I want to share with you my favorite quote from the movie oh, from a wise, wise man. <laughs> Salacious crumb. 1983. A wise man. A, a king among men, really. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the trials for everyone else. Let's say, okay, you know, Luke, he does his stuff. He goes in there. He messes Jabba up. Whatever. We don't care about that. I'll say it right now. Boba Fett goes out like a beep. Okay. He doesn't do anything. I hate him. The only thing that has sold me on Boba Fett is the Mandalorian show. Everybody's like, he's the best. He's the best because you couldn't find his toy at Walmart. That's why you want him. Other than that, he has done nothing. He has done nothing. Who caught Han Solo? Darth Vader. And then he handed him over to Boba Fett. Boba Fett didn't find him. Darth Vader found him and captured him and froze him in carbonite. Boba Fett, all he is, is he's a delivery boy. He is Shrek, all right? Shrek and Boba Fett are the same, except Shrek is stronger and more powerful, all right? Boba Fett, he gets accidentally killed, but he doesn't maybe get killed. Anyway, 
Uh, then he goes back to Dagobah and, Luke, and Yoda's like, Luke. he dies for 30 minutes. Anyway, the point is, he tells Luke, he's like, you have to kill Darth Vader. The trials for everybody else, everybody Jedi, to be a Jedi, they got to go through the trials. They say it in episode one. Obi-Wan's like, I'm ready for the trials. And Mace Windu, he's like, shut up, you little hoe. We'll tell you when you're ready for the trials. You don't say nothing. And then they all died. So that's where you learn from that. All the other trials, they're like, I don't know, go into a spooky cave or something and come out. Now you're a Jedi. Yoda tells Luke, you have to kill one of the most powerful Sith Lords to have ever existed. That's the only way. That's the only way to be a Jedi. You have to kill somebody that has killed more Jedi than you will ever know. All right. It's not cool. All right. They wore camo on Endor. They wore camo and they brought the two loud, brightly colored droids. Let's bring the gold and the white droid, but let's wear camo and be super quiet. Vader immediately turned Luke in. Immediately. He's like, you won't turn me over. I know it. The force tells me he immediately turned him into the emperor. Like no hesitation at all. Not even a second. All right. The emperor has done a great job getting rid of those wrinkles. All right. At the end of episode three, <laughs> he was all folds and wrinkles. Now he just looks like an old dude. What's his secret? That's the true power of the dark side, Cody, is what is his secret with these wrinkles, all right? Did you ever notice the Tarzan girl from Chewbacca? Because I never noticed it before this time, and now I, that's all I noticed. Chewbacca and the Ewoks, let's talk about if a bunch of aliens came to your town and there was just a giant human. All right, Tyler, I'm going <laughs> to... Hold on. There's You said too much that I have to talk about, okay? Number one, the Palpatine thing. You right. You like. Have you seen the photos of him getting put makeup on him in for episode three? Yeah, because it's just like it's a ginormous prosthetic his eyes poke out of. And then in this one, they're like, "Let's just throw some makeup on you." Yeah. <laughs> so here's what it is: you don't understand the power of the dark side. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. You can look the swelling and the folds. That all goes away with time if with the right dark side force treatment. Okay. Palpatine oh. should open a spa, is what is that I'm what saying. Because I know they got the thing where they like shock your muscles. So he's sitting there with his force lightning. <laughs> shocking electro, his face. Electroshock therapy, sort yeah. of muscle. What does that call? You know, the endo know. something. You zap your muscles and it does yeah. stuff. Yeah, that, I think that's probably what he did. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's meditating. He's, uh, he's drinking the green juice and just trying to be well. You know, you know wellness is very get important. Get rid of those free radicals. Yeah. Those, <laughs> toxins yeah. getting rid of the toxin like the only toxins you need in your body is uh, the midichlorians you need to channel the the dark side of the force yep the tarzan yell yep here's the thing about the tarzan yell it is it is like the epitome of what is wrong with this movie where it's like the the spots where it misses for me is when it does stuff like that where you're like this is just a little too goofy yeah and in, in so many parts of episode five you're like oh we're like this is dramatic lighting and this is an interesting thing and, and it's good. It's going places. Wait, and I mean, in this one, it's like, what are the kitties like? I don't know. Tarzan yeah. yells. Which I have it. heard that a lot from people that aren't just nerds on the internet, you know, where they're like, that's the problem they have with it as people who were there when they were coming out is that this one was catered a lot more to kids, whereas the other ones they tried specifically not to cater too much to kids. Yeah. Like they wanted it to be like, oh, it's a family movie, not it's a kids movie. Whereas this one, they're like, it's a kids movie. Buy the toys. Yeah. Buy. The Tiffany wants a. She found a Chinese 
plushy? I don't know. What? The ad was all in Chinese. Anyway. Oh. It's like a thousand dollars, but it is a life-sized Ewok, and she wants oh. it very bad. And I was like, maybe not today. Someday she'll forget. That's my plan. <laughs> that she's gonna forget about it. Yeah, no, that it's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, you said something else, and now I'm mad that I don't remember what it was. It's four years in total from the first movie to this one. Okay. So he's been doing the Jedi thing for four years. My so thing it's more like, acceptable in my mind. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. And my thing is like, the four years, how long has it been since the last movie? Because he's like, yo, I'll be right back. I'll finish my training. And instead, he's like, I'm going to go do a bunch of other stuff and save on. Now nah, go back to Yoda. Yoda's like, yeah, I'm dead, bro. Well, this is something that I what did I can't he remember learn that I don't from think who? he was. I think he already had gone back, then left again, then went back. Mm. That's, I think, what actually is supposed to have happened. But he specifically says, like, Yoda, I'm here now to finish my training. It's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. I, li- I really like someone was like, I never understood Yoda as well as like our parenting as well as when Yoda just gets so tired of answering Luke's questions, he dies. <laughs> you know, yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> That's what it's like. That's what it's like to to be a parent. Um, like, <laughs> I, I do like the, uh, you know, many times I think of the family guy, Star Wars throughout all of these. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that they do the, the Luke. And he's like, yep, still here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep, I have not left. And my name is still Luke. Yeah. Nobody else has come in and I have not left. I learned that originally Yoda wasn't in the script, but... Um, they talked to some child psychologists and stuff, which once again kind of speaks to this, them trying to cater towards kids, but they're like, yeah, anyone under 12 is not going to believe that Darth Vader's his father. And even like a lot of adults were like, yeah, no, I think Darth Vader's just lying. So he's like, all right, we need Yoda in this movie to confirm that Luke is his son. So that was interesting. I also saw that like Mark Hamill was really mad about the Luke Leia being sister, brother and sister thing. He wanted to kiss her. He like accused uh, George. He's like, you just came up with that idea on the plane right over here. Like, you don't know what's going on. And and it's like you just made up the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Part of it was uh, I learned that originally the Palpatine wasn't supposed to show up till episode nine (gasps) uh, when it was going to be like a nine episode saga thing. And then he cut it back to six. It was like, well, we'll defeat Palpatine in nine. But then they spoilers. We're in spoiler town, so it's fine. But. Then they still end up bringing him back later on. Um, oh, yeah. But it's like, there's like, yeah, well, now I have to come up with a different villain for the sequel trilogy. But then in the end, it ends up being Palpatine anyway. It's like, oh, yeah. Anyway, I don't think it was originally the plan, but I think it did kind of wrap up some things. Where it was like, oh, we talked about there being another person and he does have a sister. Let's just make it Leia. And I know it, it also makes sense because I do like force communicate in the second one. Mm-hmm. I think part of it too was, Hey, we want to, we want to try to wrap things up. It wraps up the love triangle. It wraps up who is the other person, et cetera, et cetera. So it does tie up some yeah. loose ends, but it's just weird that here's my thing. When they do the reveal, Luke's weird about it. And he's like, let's talk about it later. Ask me again. And then he finally tells her and he's like, I've got the force. My dad has the, my sister has the force. It's you. You're my, you know, I was like, it's, it was just fine. My thing is like, look, if that really happened, you would address how awkward it was, how many times you made out, right? Like in right. some way you'd be like, oh, like, you know, you have the little, like, just the gag reflex of like, oh, 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 this is weird, you know? Yeah. But no one addresses it. Even except for Han at the end of the movie when yeah, Leia tells Han, he's like, like um no wait 
hold like he does like three like big wide-eyed looks like to the side he's like what is happening like because the thing is she doesn't explain the like hey i just found out we yeah. didn't know she, she says just it, says no it's not like that he's my brother like and he's like right she but says it no with the attitude of like of course we no. all know this hold up let's take a step back you gotta explain <laughs> he's like wait a second we were competing for your love <laughs> <laughs> you made out she never explains that i was like look and it's just funny i just think it's because <laughs> han han's dealing with the appropriate reaction to it whereas yeah. everyone else yeah anyway oh man what did you think of the cg in this one because there's lots of cg additions i don't know additions. i wanted to see the original scene because like the sarlacc pit thing's weird that's like cg'd in right yeah so they the original one different sarlacc <laughs> the original one my that's my favorite thing because everybody's like the original one's so much better. It's not. See, the original one is literally a dude with like two cups on his hands, like doing this move, and yeah. like two tentacles, kind of moving. <laughs> yeah, kind of like they attached fishing yeah. line to him and kind of wiggled. See, him. the star like didn't look <laughs> bad. It just looked out of place because like it's nothing else is CG in this, and it's just yeah. a little bit dated CG. You know, I think these movies would be very easy to go back and. Because all you have to do is go back and like up, like take that and put in a higher res. Yeah, you can remaster model. it. And, and it. I, here's what I think. When did, when was the first one? 77? Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if like in 2027, there is a plan to like up release like a mastered, remastered edition of the trilogy. Yeah. For the 50th Snyder anniversary. cut of the uh, Star Wars. Yeah, because they obviously, you know, we all know George Lucas burned the original reels. They're never getting those back. Mm -hmm. But like have current Disney animators go in and like redo all the extra the animations. There aren't even that many shots. They, you know, so like it would not be that hard to do. Yeah. But also like go in and up them for like 8K or whatever yeah. the current thing is at that point. Mm -hmm. You know. Because I'm sure if they release like a big box set of all nine and all the CGs redone and all that's redone and everything looks real pretty, they could sell that for like three hundred dollars and everybody they would sell right. out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sell it as a thumb drive inside a lightsaber. Ooh, yes. When are movies gonna go to just being on like a USB stick? You know. I don't know. I don't know why we haven't done it. You know? I know. No, you don't. I no, Search I know what you're saying. I don't know why we haven't done it. I'm saying I know what you I get. <laughs> searched them. Bailey was so she was like, they need to stop saying that. Because now I say it to her and it's still it's my favorite <laughs> of all the Star Wars lines, it's my favorite because it it's it applies in so many situations. It's like search your feelings. If you don't know where you're gonna eat for dinner, search your feelings. You know, it's just like, yeah, it really works. Yeah. <sighs> she was annoyed about the uh uh i have a bad feeling about this i'm like no it needs to be here you know i'm like imagine these movies came out three years apart you'd be delighted when like they just keep saying it. i love it it's a fun running joke yeah uh han solo is a treasure okay yeah sometimes he's pretty good at fighting this time he just tries to kind of do some judo flips and does a really bad job. <laughs> and then they first land on the moon of Endor and he's like fighting a dude. He cannot finish this guy off. <laughs> he flips him over. He runs him into a tree. He gets pushed into a tree. He runs him back into the tree. It was a whole thing. And then later on, he's like, all right, I've got to, 
there's a guard I got to distract him. So he taps him on one shoulder. Then he runs the other way so that he sees and he falls around the corner. And there's a bunch of, I'm like, Han, you were so cool. In the first movie, you're out here shooting people. Okay. And this movie, you're trying to judo flip and you're doing shoulder taps. And I loved it. (laughs) I was like, that is the stupidest (laughs) military (laughs) thing. You know, he's like, he's like a general or whatever. Yeah. He's tapping people on the shoulder and running the. I loved it. I was like, this is like if I was seven and I was on a playground and I was doing a fake secret mission, that's what I would do. Yeah. It was shoulder tap and run. I mean, it's all back to, you know, this being more for kids, right? Yeah. Also, I know I, I I do this thing all the time, but I the more I watch these movies, the more I'm like, so this is just like like this is like an RPG or like a D&D game, right? Where they're like the the party and now they're all generals, but they've all been playing so long that they're kind of bored with the serious storyline. So they're just like, I dare the DM to kill me and they're doing dumb stuff. Yeah. Because I've gotten to that point with one game I'm playing in where I'm just like, yeah, I'll go in and talk to the king. And I'll be like, hey, king, what up, fam? All right. So I need here's what I need from you. All right. You know, and they're like, that's how you're going to do it. Yes. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the Grand Theft Auto thing. Where yeah. You're like, you know what? In real life, I wouldn't do any of this stuff, but well, there's a rocket launcher and a helicopter, so yeah. <laughs> this is what I this is how I have to solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get a smile on your face when we got to the it's a trap? Yeah. It made me happy. Yeah. It made me mad that it wasn't louder and longer. <laughs> you yeah. know. <laughs> the original line was it's a trick. And it tests it's screen oh. tested well, so they changed it to it's a trap. Oh. Isn't that fun? It's a trap. Yeah. I like his little chair and how much he moves around in it. It's not necessary. <laughs> I, yeah, no, that is so amazing. That is a blast. Yeah, oh, it's so good. It's just like he's never in position. He has to swing into position every time he's on yeah. camera. It's like, wait, you're yeah. swinging in. What were you doing? What's even over there? <laughs> Do so you have much. like some nachos on the side over there? And you're like, oh, OK, I took my bite. I got to swing back into my command position. I don't know. Well, it's it like great. it's like he's looking at it and then he swings back to tell the bridge crew like they didn't all just see the same thing he saw. Yeah. It's like I love it because it's such an unnecessary oh. captain's chair. I mean, it's the same as like the emperor's little domain he's got there. It's like so well, this is just a they, thing jutting out the side. Well, like right? the emperor, too, when they enter the chamber, he does the dramatic turnaround. It's like, <laughs> what were you looking at? Like what? You know, this is all for dramatic. Y'all are extra. Everyone here, just so extra. I mean, the Emperor's known for being extra. That's his whole thing. <laughs> um, here's the thing I did like about this movie. Um, there's so much discussion about the dark side and the force, and I like that the end battle, it's not even really about the lightsaber battle. Yeah. Like in the, in the prequels, it's all, the, and even in the sequels too, it's most about the lightsaber battle. But this one, it's like, hey, are you going to give in to hate? Are you going to channel hate? Are you going to turn to the dark side? And it's like the battle isn't even about, yes, they do fighting, but it's all in service of that story. So in that way, did we stop ranking the, we haven't ranked the lightsaber duels in a while. So I think it, oh. it does call for it. In yeah. that way, I think that makes sure this one be a very strong lightsaber battle. You're like, oh, it's not even about the lightsaber. It's it's in service of story, which I really liked. I I would like to make a motion since we're gonna if we're doing are we about to do an official ranking of the lightsaber battles? I don't know. I don't know. Is is are we? Yes. Okay, we are. I would like to make a motion to include the remake of scene thirty eight oh, in gosh. the rankings. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, this is too hard. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> All right. What would you say <laughs> is the worst many. one? The worst one? A New Hope is the worst one. It's the worst lightsaber battle. Yeah. Because it's, it's very primitive. But it, at the time, that was mind-blowing. Oh, really cool effects. But, you know, it's just seeing how far we've come. I think even episode five and six hold up pretty well because mm. they just dialed up the intensity a little bit instead of making an old man and a dude in a helmet that can't see fight they're like let's put a stuntman in their fader costume mark hamill's ripped now he does flips let's have them fight you know yeah. so i mean i think a new hope is the worst one okay so it's bottom ranked yeah and then maybe episode two episode two so the count dooku one's kind of underwhelming Okay, the count. You know? That one? Yeah, that one's too... It's too short. Like, it was cool, yeah. but it's like right as it was ramping to be cool, it ends. They kind of just pull the plug out, and you're like, well, okay. Now, would you... I guess it's not really a lightsaber duel, like the fight with all the Jedi against the droids. Yeah, it's not cool. quite the same. That Yeah, it's good. It's good, but it's not a lightsaber duel. It's an honorable mention? Honorable mention. All right. I would say next I would put... Maybe I'd put after episode two, right? That's where yeah. we are now. This is hard. Would it be five, then six, then yeah, I'd have to I'd say that. That's what I was thinking. One, then three. Is that how it goes? Where would you put the if? Oh, like scene a, 38. Scene 38, I would put maybe. Because it doesn't have it obviously doesn't have the polish that the budget of a Star Wars movie brings to it. Yeah, but it but is good. I mean, it's definitely middle of the pack for me. It's the people performing the fight are the same kind of people that would in a Star Wars movie. They are stunt yeah. men that do fighting right so the fighting itself should be similar yeah it should be just as good i would put it above episode one personally right so what's top for you top fight for me is as far as the ones we've watched so far yeah episode three is just such a good one and yeah. it's such so impactful the first, if I have a watch to the scene 38 remake, when they do the quotes from episode three, yeah. where he's like, you are my brother. No, I hate you. I freaking lose it. I start almost, I get like weepy mm. at that moment. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, they, he yeah. loved him. And he's like, I love you. And he still hates him. And he's like, no, you were the chosen one. Yeah. I was like, I started like a little tear rolled down my cheek and I was like, Tiffany's like, are you okay? I was like, don't look at me right now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know. Maybe that's where I put him. Three at the top, then one. Maybe scene 38. Six, five. Two, four for me. Yeah. Top to bottom. So we're just swapping episode one and 38. I think I so. Above, yeah, I think so. That is so good. The cool move that we're Obi-Wan blocks back and then this front and yeah they, oh that is so cool the kicks and the yeah Flips. it's it's a good one yeah it is so much sweeter with that movie being as boring as it is you know 
Yeah, that's the thing you're talking about. They're always got the circle ships of doom, you know. But they made them not necessarily ships of doom in the prequels, and everybody threw a big fit. All right, everybody's like, "We're boring. What are these? These they're big giant circle ships of trade negotiations." And it's like, <laughs> "What do you want? What do you want? Do you want the big ship or not? Do you want it to blow stuff up or not?" Yeah, yeah that's a good point. You know, and it's nobody's ever happy. I mean, that's the calling of a Star Wars fan. It's true. Is to never be happy. It is true. Can you I, know, can I, I make I, another motion? Yeah, make a motion. I would like to uh, make a motion to officially add Job of the Hut to the uh, list of daddies. <laughs> I can that. I can't sit here and deny you. Yeah, yeah. you can't. <laughs> you can't look at him. Uh, can you? You try to tell me. You don't think it would be super comfortable to just kind of like flop back into his belly fat and just lose yourself in the essence of Jabba the Hutt? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We all want it. It's just a matter of if you're man enough to admit it. It's like a warm. Imagine like a warm waterbed. Oh, all right. Now That's I'm how sold. I imagine it. There you go. Yeah. He's very jiggly. He's a powerful man, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You wrap those big strong arms around you. <laughs> so big. Such tiny arms. <laughs> it was like his eyes, his mouth, his tongue. Everything's kind of like of one proportion, but then he has little T Rex arms. <laughs> just wobbling at the sides. Uh, all right. Here's here's the thing. This movie, I told you, I like the lightsaber fight in this one. I think it's really good. Yeah. I like the, because it's got good emotion to it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what's going to happen? It's not going to happen. The end of the day, Luke tosses his lightsaber aside. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. You know, I won't. I won't do it. I'm not going to kill Vader. I'm not going to kill anybody. Palpatine's like, whatever, you're weak then. I'm a shocky. He shocks him, shocks him, calls for his father. Darth Vader's like, you know what? I'm doing it. All right? I hate my fake dad. He picks... This man who's been force choking people and lightsaber striking people down just picks up Palpatine and throws him like a sack of taters. She's like, do a force thing. But then Palpatine's stronger than him in the force. He would have killed him. I just thought it was funny. Like, after all that, you picked him up and threw him. You yeah. dwarf tossed him. Well, yeah. Anything else Palpatine could have defended against. Yeah. Uh, I, just thought, I just think it's funny. After all, look, we do so much and you tater toss him. Yeah, but I I still I appreciate the gesture, mm-hmm. and uh, it's you good. threw him away. You threw away, cast him into what you can only assume is a pit to hell. I guess. Yeah. I don't know why is that there. That seems like that should goes not down. be open. I was thinking about that from a from an engineering perspective, to have just like a very simple rail system go down and like how many they're just like boxes and crates and like. You're going to knock something down like that's a huge hazard. There's got to be a grate there every couple floors so yeah. that like things wouldn't fall the way. In. What OSHA? It, look, the Death Star is not OSHA approved. OK, it's not a safe work environment. Of course, I, I'm, I am thinking about a pump station I worked at recently where there was exactly the kind of thing he threw him down mm-hmm. that went down like, you know, I don't know. 80 feet mm. to a concrete floor. So you're either going to hit flat concrete or a giant 
pump that's basically a spike. Look, I'll point. fix that problem right now. I'll put on my engineer hat. Here I go. It's on. Put a trampoline where the concrete is. Boom. Number one, your workplace can be a happier place. All right. People, they're going to be healthier. They can get a little workout in, but it's also whimsical and fun. Uh, third, uh, I guess that's it. I solved the problem. It's safer. Oh, yeah. Boom. If you need engineering advice, tweet me at Opinion Avers. I will do it. Yeah. There's nothing or are you going to text me and ask me for the advice? No, no. Uh, you're doing Look, it. I got ideas on par with trampoline at bottom of pit. <laughs> okay. Look, you know, at the end of the day, Cody, only one of us is a college graduate. <laughs> and that's what it takes to be an engineer mm. today's day and age. Maybe I'll do it. That's Maybe I'll make a little career switch. Yeah. I'm a I'm a filthy yeah. millennial, so Dude. I'm actually due. Coming up on five years, I better train, I better trade careers. Do something totally different. Yeah. So become a a, a court jester. A barista. I'd be a court jester for job of the hut. Yeah, mm. you will. Salacious crumb. Oh man. Do okay. you know his name? Because I knew his I name. I did from the trivia because are you ready for this? Oh, Anthony ready. Daniels plays C3PO. Yes. And there's a part where like he gets knocked over, Slicer Crumbs like pulls his eye out or laughing at laughing. So Anthony Daniels had a panic attack in that scene and didn't say any of the lines that were scripted. He was just like, pick me up, get me out of here, pick me up. That's what he says or whatever. He's like, get me up, get me up. That was him having a panic attack, and it's the take they used. Nice. So that's that's fun. He says, you know, who says good art doesn't come out of trauma? You know? <laughs> he came back. That's the thing. He kept playing C3PO for so long after that kind of stuff. Here's the thing. I was thinking about this. If I remade these movies, like if we did go the route of, all right, we're tweaking the Star Wars saga and we're doing a nine movie Star Wars saga every two years for the next 20 years, we're rebooting Star Wars or redoing it. Same basic trilogy or same basic nine movie saga, but we'll, we can change some things up. I'm not saying I would remove C-3PO, but I would totally rework this character. Instead of being like a campy, fussy, yuppie, whatever, who just like commenting about everything all the time, mm-hmm. he would be like a sarcastic robot who is a bit of a know-it-all, but like is usually right. Like a used car salesman? Yeah. Kind of vibe? Yeah. And instead of saying 12 lines every scene, he would say like, two lines every scene and they would be like witty or you know contribute to something yeah and i think if that were the case this trilogy would be a lot better can i cody i don't know if you know this what What? you're describing is was the original plan for c-3po and then anthony daniels read some lines and george lucas is like toss all of that out i love him as the stuffy butler character he's the best and he was right Here's what I would do to rework them, all right? Because I agree with you a little bit, but mostly not. I would have, at all times, C-3PO and R2-D2, pretty much every single time they go on an adventure with the crew, Mm -hmm. get separated. And then during that adventure, you get two, if you can really blow me away with the writing writers, three cutaways to what they're doing. Okay. And they have to nail it. You know what I mean? Like, you got to nail it. It's either got to be hilarious or make sense to what the heroes are doing. Mm-hmm. So they're not necessarily, they're like, they land, they're immediately separated. Mm-hmm. And then they're Mr. Magoo in their way, <laughs> away the other the other way around, and then yeah. they meet at the end. That's what I would do. All right. 
and I would make R2 constantly saving C3PO. Like C3PO is Mr. Magoo. And he's like, oh, what's this? Like looking up and he's about to walk off a thing and R2 quickly like shoots out a bridge. Yeah. I was I was impressed with how much R2D2, how many gadgets he had. Because I know in the prequel children, I'm like, man, he has like a new gadget every time. But that's the case in these movies. Yeah. We're like, oh, he's got a little buzzsaw. Oh, he can, oh, he can lift himself up if he falls over. Oh, you know, there were just so many well, things. They kept adding on. I like, which I like. Doesn't he like, oh, and in episode five, doesn't he shoot out a little a little fog so they can't see him and he can get yeah. away? Love it. Here's the thing with R2D2. There are two, here's I got two points about him that, you know, throughout the whole movie. Okay, first off, there are several points, particularly I think in the last one, where they're like, he can't fix the ship. B, he is an astromech droid. Do you understand what that means? Do you know what his one purpose for being built was? He was built and installed on a spaceship to do one thing. Fix the spaceship. Mm -hmm. That is what he is built to do. He is a droid designed to pilot, repair, and maintain spaceships mm -hmm. of any kind. Mm-hmm. He is the only one that can fix the hyperdrive engine. Let him fix the hyperdrive engine. That's really it. So that's the doesn't thing. believe in him or anyone, and I hate it. that's that's my thing. He's so negative all the time. He's complaining about everything. He's negative. He's saying everything's doing is like oh, either of you guys just fix the hyperdrive. You know, he just keeps on. He's like you put my head on backwards. Like, dude, you're the one who wandered off from the group and got your head taken off in the first place. This is your fault. We're trying to help you out. You're the one who's holding us back. The only thing you're good for is looking shiny so that the natives think you're a deity. Yeah. Okay, that's the one thing he ever did right. I mean, then you're right. You're right. And you're right. Uh, okay. But then at the end, look, at the end of the movie, everyone celebrates, and I forgot this. They add in a bunch of celebrations, including the one of Naboo. Yeah. With the I'm Gungans. So mad. He had to throw the Gungans back in. Well, he adds pretty much all of those because it's like, I, were any of those cutaways there at all? Because they're all they didn't super CG. look like it. So I think it was just Endor's celebration that was there. Why can't they just say, why do we got to celebrate, show everyone else celebrate? Who are they? Who told I, them? Here's the thing. I do kind of appreciate it because like, that is something I thought even as I was watching, I was like, because I grew up watching, you know, the ones where they didn't have the cutaway at least to, they had the cutaway to Cloud City, but not yeah. to Coruscant or Naboo. And I was, didn't, I never cared about Naboo, but I was always like, Oh, I can't remember what's going on in Coruscant. And I was like, don't they, aren't they doing something? And then they cut away to it right then. Yeah. So I feel like that one makes sense. Naboo, you could argue it makes sense because he's from Naboo, but nobody cares. <laughs> That's why I think it's like, well, the Gungans weren't here helping, so. If you're going to cut away to the Gungans, give me whatever the current boss is going. Or how about this? Let me pitch this to you. All right. We cut away to Naboo and they're celebrating. They're celebrating. But then we go down below the Capitol. The camera goes down in the sewer, down in the Capitol. Boom. It's Jar Jar. Black cloak sitting in a dark room. And he opens that? his eyes and they're bright yes. yellow. Yes. 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 That's, yes. that's the move. That is the move. Um, yeah. So, so that's, I mean, that's, that's the movie. I've got a lot of fun facts to talk about, but let's just, I mean, is there anything you want to touch on before we get into fun fact kind of territory? 
Now we touched on everything. We did the whole thing. I do, thing. like I said, I really do. The intro had so much potential, but didn't quite live up to it for me. Where like Luke Strat, there are moments where I like it, moments where I don't. I like a good amount of the Endor stuff. I really just like the confrontation with Darth Vader and Palpatine. I think that's the the high point of the movie for me. Yeah. Now some fun facts. All right. Give them to me. Number one, Carrie Fisher complained to Lucas about the first two movies. She's like, what are all these caught co- like these costumes? You know, he's like, well, look, I don't, I don't want you just to be like damsel in distress. eye candy, you know, I want you to be like a strong, confident leader woman. She's like, yeah, but you can't even tell I'm a woman, you know, especially in episode five. She's kind of just wearing like big puffy vests and, you know, stuff. Yeah. As a result, they put her in a metal bikini <laughs> in this movie. Like that was a in, in part like a response to that. Uh, and it was made out of like metal and leather and didn't like move at all with her. As a result, it was like a huge pain. <laughs> they had to like reshoot a ton of scenes because of wardrobe malfunctions. And there was like people had to be like, all right, is she in the suit? Okay shoot the shot and <laughs> it's like oh gosh okay i mean it's interesting to know the backstory of that because it is kind of just out of left field yeah but you know good for carrie fisher for being like i'm too independent and strong <laughs> i want i don't know i thought it was, i thought it was just an interesting uh pull it you know yeah she will here i'll tell you right now cody carrie fisher's a babe and she freaking knew it and she's like look i do a lot of cocaine to maintain this body and not, we need to show it off. And George Lucas was like, message received. Uh-huh. And then went a little too hard in the other direction, I yeah. would say. Uh-huh. But we all love it. But we're all here for it. The fact that my wife is now like, do you, would you want me to do that? And I was like, yes. Uh, Are you man. kidding? Yes. Yeah. And I could be Jabba the Hutt. Oh, gosh. I can't picture you as Jabba we can't you can't put Jabba on the daddy list and then say I'm gonna be Jabba because now that's all in my head yeah okay now that's in my head okay I can't do it I can't do it okay you're trying to tell me here's what we do I buy a mermaid tail I cut off the fins and then I just lounge (laughs) and that's me as Jabba the Hutt I can't do it yeah don't make me like it all right Hayden Christensen's in this movie yeah he is um why well, there's a reason. Part of it, George Lucas is like, well, that was him before he turned to the dark side. And if he made the shift back to the light side, then I wanted that to be the one to remember. I'm like, all right, it's your universe. It's your whatever. You can retcon whatever you want. Here's the funny thing about it. Hayden Christensen was given zero context for those shots. He was like, I had no idea what George Lucas was doing on that day when we shot that footage. Because that was in like 04 and they made the edition. So I think it was just like they were shooting episode three. He was like, hey. Let me just sneak a few shots of you in front of this green screen. You know, Hayden Christian was like, I had no idea what, what he was going to use that footage for. Otherwise, I would have played it totally differently. <laughs> like I would have <laughs> done some real because it is true. It's kind of funny because he's just kind of like laughing like he's in like a 90s like the Gap commercial. Yeah, something like that. And so I was like, yeah, because I would want him to be like happy and proud and pleased and looking at Luke, not necessarily like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It, just, it was it didn't. It, it doesn't quite fit when you know when you find out that George Lucas told no one anything about it. And they're like, oh yeah. 
Yeah, I George Lucas is the He's not a me. director. We've established <laughs> he he gave no direction. He said, "You you are my meat sack and I want to put you in a movie that came out, you know, 30 years ago." Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, a, he's the epitome of like, "Oh, this is a cool idea. I want to surprise everybody, so I'm he, not going to tell anybody." Yeah. He he also toyed around. He's like, "I didn't even know Boba Fett was cool <laughs> until I started hearing about people freaking out about loving him." So he even considered showing him leave the Sarlacc pit, like jetpacking out of the Sarlacc pit. Um, but he broke the jetpack. That was the whole thing that threw yeah, him. Yeah, well, that's it. He's like, I did consider showing him escaping the Sarlacc pit, but it was like, it just to distract him. Like, oh, that's too distract. Everything you threw in these movies is too distract. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Which, you know, spoilers for later. Mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I mean, everybody who like paid attention to the canon or I mean to the legends stuff mm-hmm. knew like, yeah, no, he got out. Right. And uh, yeah, he got out. Yeah. But he lost his armor somehow. Yeah. Which seems weird. It's been a while. It's been a few minutes. So he lost it somehow or another. Uh, so car. Ben Burt is in this movie as ben a cameo. He's like Burt. a sound guy. Yeah. He is actually the originator of the Wilhelm scream. I was going to say, this is the first. Is this the original Wilhelm scream? No, it's not because, well, it's in the other two movies. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it is. But he's the dude who did it, but he is in this movie as a cameo. He's one of the Empire guys when they're trying to take down the generator inside. the. He's the one that's thrown. And, and he does. He does yeah, so it's it's not a Wilhelm scream, but it's him doing the Wilhelm scream on the day and they kept it. And it like, anyway, so he's the dude. Is and he was Wilhelm? like. Is that what you, no. What? what i don't know why it's called that but according to the trivia he's the guy who he was the dude who did it but i think he's like a sound guy so he threw it in all these movies i don't know where it was first thrown because i think it's a clip from another movie that they started throwing in all the movies yeah i can we can do more research on that if you'd like i mean that makes me think there's probably stuff like that like you know like the tarzan with from chewbacca do you have a fun fact about it i don't i just hate it here's what i bet i bet they were just like do just do a yell and the person like they just did a Tarzan thing because it works with the Wookiee voice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're probably like, yeah, that's fine. Instead of being like, ah, maybe just do a roar. Don't do a. Because that's the thing is like other times when Chewbacca is like charging, he roars instead of doing a Tarzan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe they should have done yeah. like a lion roar like they did for every other time when he yelled. Yeah. Give me another fun fact. Give me your um, third funnest fact. My third funnest? This one's, it's mostly just upsetting for me. I don't okay. know. So John Williams' son is Joseph Williams, who is the lead singer of the band Toto. <gasps> yeah. So he is the lead singer of Toto. Um... And he actually helped collaborate the score and write some of the Ewok songs. I was just so mad to find out that Don Williams' son so is the lead singer of Toto. I was just, I was so upset. I was like, what is this world we even live in? Have you seen the video of the, the world on piano where they take the map of the world and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. everybody do yourself a favor. Look that oh, up. Man. It's amazing. It is. You're right. It is. It's a treat. It is. Um, just a couple more fun facts. Carrie Fisher uh, was really worried about Warwick Davis, who's a very famous little person actor. He's in like every famous uh, 80s movie. I think he's like the one of the goblins of Green Gods, like the main guy that, yeah. you know, 
he's, he's in Willow. In, what's that? Willow. Yeah, he's in Willow. Which is his first leading role, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so huge actor for like little people. Oh, I see what I did there. I'm very clever. So yes. he was one of the Ewoks and Carrie Fisher was really worried about him uh, just because it's hot and they're in suits and it's, you know, rough to work in. So she um, was really concerned about him. She gave him like cookies and chocolate milk between takes and things like tried to take care of him. He's and so Warwick Davis is quoted saying she was everything an 11 year old Ewok could possibly wish for. Just like a sweet little, you know, sweet little on the set thing. Which I think is what kind of led to how they filmed the scene of them meeting. Mm-hmm. Is she would like put like her like trying to get him to trust her as an adult, trying yeah. to get a child to trust them. And they're like, oh, perfect, let's do this, but put that hot suit back on, Warwick. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought I turned to Tiffany. I was like, isn't it kids for like all the background shots and then like little people for the ones that actually do stuff? And I looked it up. I was like, it's Warwick Davis, who is a little person. But he was a child, mm-hmm. but he was old enough to follow director's directions. Yeah. Which is also he's a treasure and it launched his career. And aren't you happy about that? I'm very happy about it. He's wicked. Yeah. So small. What do you think about the baby baby Ewok? Oh, um, Bailey got mad because I was she missed it. So we had to rewind. She like was like, you distracted me. I missed the baby. Ewok. Yeah. So we had to go back and watch it. Can't. We also had a precious. had to rewind. Mm-hmm. Tiffany told me flat out, you don't need to rewind. It's okay. And I was like, no, <laughs> you need to see yeah. it. Now it's worth a re- it's definitely worth a rewind. Yeah. And she saw it and she's like, <gasps> it's so small. Yeah. Bailey, uh, Bailey was really pleased with the Ewoks. Yeah. She's all about it. They look so soft. I didn't know this. They don't even say the word Ewok in this movie. So how do we even know what they're called? George Lucas was from? like, they're Ewoks. They're in stores next Friday. Yeah. So. Also, there's a show called Ewoks. Yeah. I, I ran out of fun facts. Did you ever watch the cartoon? The Ewoks cartoon? No, but I, I've seen the movie. I've seen one of the movies. I never watched any of the live action movies. My mind was blown when people told me they existed. But I did have a VHS of the cartoon where they have to fight monsters. And yeah. it's amazing. I love the Ewok movie. I, I had it on VHS. I do remember it being very boring, but it was very desirable because it was Ewoks. So, yes. you know, anything Star Wars before Star Wars was how it is now. Uh-huh. You took what you could we get. Needed it, yeah. So that's uh, those are my fun facts. Those are my thoughts. I like this one. I I just wish, I wish I could change a few things about. You know, it's just there's so much potential and so much of it, and it falls short in some ways. But it. You know, it is it is Star Wars in the end, and I still do like this one. It'll be interesting when it's been long enough that they can remake them or do a different like maybe do like a TV show or something. You know, when this is like a classic, you know, old person thing instead of a current franchise. Yeah. And to see if they do remake them and what they do with that. But I loved it. I loved the, the the this the close of the original trilogy. Yeah, and you loved it. I loved it. I do think I think the original trilogy leaves a better taste in my mouth because even though it is like some people like the first one the best and the second one not as best and the third one not as not as good for me it's like I love the first one, the second one's my favorite. The third one isn't as good, but it has enough good stuff in it that I'm still happy with it. Um, it's always a mixed bag. But it did leave a better taste in my mouth. I was like, you know, there was a nice resolution to it. Yeah. And that there is there is a bit of a happy ending, you know? And they played the drums. 
on the heads of the dead stormtroopers. Yeah. And that's how it should always be. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. You can rate, review, and share us if you want us to do well, uh, do better, do good. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you find podcasts. We're on social media, sharing all the memes. Add Opinion Havers, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you for listening. Until next time, watch movies. And have opinions. That dude loved that Sarlacc, Cody. And Luke murdered. Oh, I forgot that poor man. Like father, like I, son. He I've, killed the young lady. <laughs> I never thought I should feel bad for any of like Jabba's gangsters. And being, then he was just. He had to be comforted by oh, a guard. He'll never get over that fully. Never. <laughs>